I know you're gonna dig this. You are now tuned in to Atlanta's hottest radio show. Oh, this is Drake. This is Tiger Young Money's home. It's your boy Wiz Khalifa, man. This is Big Sean. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Kanye West. This is Jay-Z. Yeah. The hottest DJ mixing the beats. Beats, beats, beats. Swanky 94.6, The Heat. With your host, Kennedy Lewis. He's shutting it down in the studio. Mixing, 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 mixing the beats. The Heat 94.6 radio station. Get inspired every Monday and Friday right here on your favorite inspirational show, Morning Inspirational Radio Show, hosted by Dalton, the producer. Bring in that gospel flavor, old school, new school, holy hip-hop, and don't forget about that Friday praise break. Get inspired through encouraging words, special guests, and the inspirational moment where you, the listener, get a chance to be on air. So tune in Monday and Friday, 9 a.m., 10 o'clock Eastern, Morning Inspirational Radio Show. Log on to morninginspirationalradioshow.com. Sign up for the newsletter so you never miss an update. What's up? It's your boy Usher. What's up, y'all? This is Beyonce. It's the KOP Aftermath. Right here, so keep it locked. Download now from your app store. Tuned in to Atlanta's hottest radio show, KLP Aftermath. We shut it down in the studio. You're rocking with the best. Oh, this is Ludacris. What's going on? This is Drake. This is Tiger Young Money Zone. It's your boy Wiz Khalifa, man. This is Big Sean. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Kanye West. It's Jay-Z. Yo, this is your boy Wiz. With your host, Kennedy Lucas. On Swanky 93.3 Radio Station. The Heat 94.6 Radio Station. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. This is the KLP Aftermath uh, with your host, KLP, K- KLP Kennedy Lucas. I'm your host, Kennedy Lucas, of course. This is season four. Of course, we've got Tyrus and Monica up in the building. Welcome back to another exciting radio show. Welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. I've got to go in for you guys because we have quite a few things we've got to talk about on this wonderful, and I do mean it sincerely, wonderful Thursday. It's a beautiful day. It's brisk. You guys know what that is. You know, cold a little bit. It's cold in Georgia. We're getting ready for the fall season. I'm excited. I'm super excited for the fall season simply because as I always said multiple times, T and Monica, that, you know, it's the holiday season. It's the, the season to be joyous. It's the season to get excited for Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas. And, you know, if you work for a great institution, you get some days off, some holiday days off for sure from work. So I'm excited. It's very, very exciting for sure, to say the least. Um, before we get to our topics of conversation today, because we do have quite a few, um, I just got to say thank you. So thank you to my distribution team over at KLP Entertainment. Thank you to you guys, the fans, uh, for, for number one, being patient. I know, you know, documentary still coming. Uh, Amazon Prime did order our film and buy our rights to stream our film on their platform. So that's coming. But 
I did receive some great news from my distribution team. If you guys don't know, when you make a film, whether it's a short film, whether it's a documentary, whether it's even a music video, your content has to go through uh, QC, quality control for it to be distributed to platforms. Um, so I'm happy to announce, and I, I Instagram and tweeted about it yesterday night, but or last night rather, but I am so happy to announce that, of course, Hardline Second Term, that is the sequel to my 2021 film, Hardline, did pass quality control, and it will be ready to be set for uh, major distributions to take a look at it, buy it, and pick it up to have it stream on their platforms. And the reason why I'm doing a special announcement is because, you know, now KLP Entertainment, we're growing, right? If you asked me 10 years ago that I would have my movies distribute, let's say, let's bring Street Style since that's getting ready to come out for Prime. You know, if you said to me 10 years ago that, hey, this movie is going to be on Amazon Prime, I would laugh, right? But now that we're in the year and, you know, 10 years, well, I've been CEO of Kelpie Entertainment for 12 years now, and we've been doing this thing 12 years. And now that we're starting to get picked up to major audio dis distribution platforms, we're starting to get a little bit more out there. We're, we're getting more recognized in the medium. It's so exciting. It's so exciting for, me, for, for all of us over at Kelpie Entertainment. But I'm very excited for me as a filmmaker. And I just have to say thank you to everybody because, you know, when we've been doing movies, you know, we've had it for YouTube and that was just it. And Daily Motion, those were our two distributions. And now we're getting picked up. Now we have distribution deals. Now we're going through some some loopholes. Now we're going through some things to get it distributed. Now it's a lot of work, but we're going through some things and we're getting things, getting our films more out there. And that's what really excites me the most because, you know, I've been making movies for a while for a long time now and now that you know i've learning some new technologies we have unreal engine uh, five that we use to make hard lines so you know we're making these movies and we're telling our stories and we're being more unique and we're adding some different elements we're learning about some things and now our movies are getting picked up for major uh distribution so it's just it's it's very impactful uh it's very very impactful for sure because you guys you guys when you're in the film industry you've got to understand the distribution side of filmmaking because it's a process but it's it's worth worthwhile it's very impactful um very very excited to to see that happen very excited to have the movie out um, you know, going through quality control and then hopefully major distributions, let's say Prime, let's say Tubi TV, let's say Pluto TV, Hulu, the, the Roku channel, you know, hopefully they pick it up and it's on those streaming services for you guys' entertainment. So, and let me tell you, Hardline 2, impactful. Very, very impactful. Now, speaking of impactful, we're talking about, we have a must-watch list on today's podcast for sure. Of course, the Impact Atlanta, a BET exclusive show that is available right now on BET. Let me tell y'all, I've been watching this uh, show. The first two episodes I've watched last night because it, it premiered October 5th, so a couple weeks back. But I, this is the time where I finally got around to it, Monica. Um, so I watched it with Monica last night and... You know, we said, hey, first of all, T, let's, let's, uh, we said, hey, let's tell T, we're going to talk about it on the podcast for sure. But this is a show that, it's a reality show from BET, right? But it's a, it's, it's a good one, right? I'm not going to, I'm not going to downplay it. I, it's not one of my favorite reality shows because there, I've watched a lot of reality shows. Um, but this show is really good. And let me tell you why I had to watch it because obviously we're live. Our headquarters is here in Atlanta, Georgia. So, 
we have to make sure that we talk about any show that's coming from Atlanta or produced in Atlanta, or have a story origin of Atlanta. We got to talk about it because we, we are here in Atlanta. So, of course, behind the scenes, look into the lives of Atlanta's top influencers, including Jada, Ari, Aragante, Aragante, excuse me, Lakia, Des Dior, and more. Of course, it is a reality show with all of those influencers, whether they're influencers on YouTube or Instagram and even Twitter, they're able to have their reality show. Of course, showing them the fabulous lifestyle of them, but also show some of the negative uh, encounters that they have within this show. Of course, this, this show is a drama. You're going to have some drama. Right, there's a whole bunch of drama, of course. You've had uh, a lot of people be influencers, but then you know, you really wonder, like, hey, you're an influencer, but what is it that you really do? Right, we always want to know what is it that you really do in this light of things. Of course, uh, most of them they are rappers, so they're able to be influenced and get their rap money and get some some gains. Of course, I think Lakia and Jada, they're both signed, and Destiny Dior, I think, they're both signed to Quality Control Music. Quality Control Music is based here in Atlanta. It's a huge um, hip-hop, uh, urban uh, record label. I wish I had partnerships with Quality Control. That is the label that has Atlanta rappers, so so let's say the Migos, let's say the City Girls, right? You're looking at how big that is because you got these mega stars, Megan Thee Stallion. I think she's with Quality Control. I'm not too sure on that one for her, but of course it's a huge Atlanta record label, and you know Quality Control they have a little bit of input when filming this uh, reality show. Of course, it was uh, created by the Quality Control Films. That's Part of the brand there that's pretty good that quality control has their record label and they also have a film division i'm very very excited for that for sure so it's a great show i really i it, i would recommend it for sure but some of the things you, you might laugh at you know i don't understand and, and hey i ain't hating t right because these women she did this girl i forgot who did it i think it was ari Ari, I think that's what did it. Uh, she she was at this 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 uh, shop where they sell necklaces and watches. From her bag, she pulled out ten thousand, a hundred thousand dollars in cash. Honestly, they say don't put your money in a bank, right? And that I understand why people do that, right? Because there's taxes and, and, and they live in that, that kind of stuff. But I think it's a little dangerous to be walking around with $100,000 in cash in a bag, right? I think that's a little bit reckless. I think, honestly, I think they did it for the show, right? I, again, I ain't hating if that's her money. Kudos, right? She richer than me, right? Because I under, hey, I ain't hating. But when you're, you're, when you have a network and you're trying to portray a story, then I, I feel like some of that is a little bit fabricated for the show right because hey i'm guilty of it when i've made my movies and shows we you know write things in and we we, we fabricate some things to make a story that's what's going to sell right and you look at all these networks like bt and not just to call them out but this is the show this is the where the show is at bt you got netflix you got hulu all these people with reality shows some of it might be a little fabrication right because the network told you hey fabricate that a little bit because you're working for the network, right? You, you gotta do what the network tells you to do or you ain't gonna have that show premiere nowhere. So, 
I think that's a little bit fabricated when it comes to the money side of things. Or maybe it is true. One girl, I think it was Ari again, or um, I think it was Jada that said that one. Uh, you know, hey, uh, we're hosting at a club and you just sit on the couch and get $50,000. Hey, that might be true. I don't know, right? Um, but it's a, to me, in my opinion, it's a little dangerous to, to, to walk around with $100,000 and, and flesh cash like that. I don't get why people do it. Um, if I know I've had $100,000, some of it, yes, I put it in the bank for security, right? I know a lot of people say, hey, don't put that in the bank. Hey, it's more dangerous to walk around with it just willy-nilly where you can get robbed, right? Versus a bank where you have passcodes, you have security codes, right? Or if you feel funny about some of these banks, take it to a black-owned bank, right? Because that's what a lot of people are doing. I know Killer Mike has his own, like, his own banking system where... It's black owned and his, it's his money and you know he gets to see he gets to regulate a little bit when it comes to that so if you feel funny about these other brains take it to a black man right um but it's just one of those things that it does happen this show is available right now on BET plus like I say I recommend this show for something to watch if you're just doing something and you need something to listen to while you're watching this now I can't say this is a a show that's like oh my god you know we have to Sorry guys, I'm not sure how much that caught that one, so we're gonna have to skip that segment. Or maybe we can do it. The, the audio might be a little raw uh, with the first part. It's just for some reason the recorder stopped. Um, but like I say, we're gonna continue. Um, you know, Impact Atlanta is a show that it's a, it's a show that sure watch it, enjoy it. Um, but it's not a show that I can recommend. Like, oh, go watch this show. This is a must watch. Right, right. I can't. I, I can't advocate with that a little bit when it comes down to it. It's just one of those shows that you, yeah, you listen to if you want something to just listen to on, on the back end. But it, it's not a, oh, go watch this show, right? That's the way I picked up on it. Uh, speaking of my, and we got two must watch lists, actually. Uh, Creed 3 trailer came out a couple days ago, and I wanted to give you guys my honest opinions about the trailer. Of course, Creed 3, directed by Michael B. Jordan. He's also getting that producer, director, and actor money. That's the way to go, really. I mean, when you're a director, actor, producer, you're getting more money from this project. Now, a lot of people have been tweeting and a lot of people are very, very excited for this movie, but they realize they kind of understand the plot, right? I watched a YouTube channel, the, the guys, Corey, Martin and Billy, they have a great um, podcast YouTube channel called Double Toasted. I watch them guys almost every night. I like that. I like it when they do their more um, comedic type of podcast where they're doing the movie roast. Those are the funniest to me. But I can tell, and this is, we're not talking about Double Toasted so much, but I, I like those guys. Um, I can understand that they are, 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 are trigger, they're trying to get into the market, right? Because now they're not just doing movies. They're doing just, they're just talking about anything now because they're, every YouTuber has something to talk about, right? Every podcast is doing it. So that's the market right now, but I really like it when they roast movies. Those, those videos are really authentic and really funny to me. But they gave their own perspectives on Creed 3, and I thought it would be fitting that we give our opinions on Creed 3. Uh, Creed 3, it's available. It's coming out next year, I believe. I think it was next year. So we got a good good ways for it to come out, but they have the little teaser trailer. Of course, you got Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan uh, Majors is in this movie. And let me tell you, those brothers, 
Dang, T. You ain't tell me dudes were big, man. Yeah, they big in this movie. They, er, they, they big. They trained really hard for their roles, especially Jonathan uh, Majors. You know, because I Jonathan Major's been in some incredible things before, but you can tell dude's been training for this role, right? He's been really training because he's big as hell. I would never want him to walk down the street or well, walk down the hall. And if I see him in his character form and he's he's twitching, he's looking, I ain't gonna mess with big dude, right? Because if I mess with big dude, I know I'm gonna get my ass kicked, right? Um so this is the, the what we're we're articulating here, guys, and what what I think this movie is going to be about. Of course, with the last two Creed movies, of course, Creed made a lot of money, right? He's made a lot of money. He's made his fortune. He's rich. The third one comes where an old family friend could be a brother, like we don't know. We a lot of people say, oh yeah, that's his friend. That could be his brother or his cousin, right? You know, coming down and say, hey, I'm here. Uh, you remember when we were kids and we did that and we got in trouble? And I went to jail and you got to live your life. Yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming for that title. Yeah, I want something right. It's kind of that origin story like, oh, this is what you did to us as we were kids. And now that we're grown men, we need to settle the score. Right. That's where that is kind of coming out for sure. Coming out for sure. When it comes to that kind of Creed movie, um, it's a great story. Right. But I, I do hope and double toasted shout out to them again. They did say this and I, I hope this is true, too. I hope they don't water the Creed movies so much, right? Because we've had 20 million Rocky movies, it felt like, right? We don't want this series to be watered down and keep doing the same thing over and over. I don't want to see Creed 5, right? I think this will might be a nice little bow on it. It's a nice little trilogy and say, okay, this is it. We're done, right? You know, it's, it's rare that movies are successful like that nowadays because if you got to look at it, and this is just my opinion, if you look at, you know, a, a, a series of movies, let's say the final, uh, not final uh, fantasy, final fantasy, that's a game series, but the Fast and Furious series, right? Where the first one was, first couple was good, but then it started to get watered down and then wasn't the same. Fast 9 was not a great one, right? I watched it. It was okay, but it just wasn't that great, right? seven always going to be the best one It's between six or seven is be the best fast uh inferior movie so we don't want to see a series like creed go down with with different series right we we just don't want to see we don't want to see creed five i don't want to see creed six in 2030 right i it's, it's time to to put a nice little bow on it but it's good that michael b jordan is having a nice little spin to it for sure um, the trailer looked amazing, right? It, this looks like it's going to be a great one because you have such great talent. You have Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors going to be in this movie together, going to be enemies. This is going to tell a, a, a story, right? Uh, Jonathan May, May, Majors' uh, character might be might be award-winning, right? Because, you know, he's the crazy dude. He's been to prison, right? He's prison did a number on him. He's twitching. He's looking. He's looking around like he's looking crazy. Don't mess with him right so i'm very interested to see how this movie is going to play out um will michael b jordan Creed will he win this fight right or will he lose it right will jonathan major's character be where he wins the fight but he has some sort of health issues and he dies right i want to know how the character development is going to be in this movie um definitely might be something worth uh, watching in theaters i'm probably going to catch it when it comes to streaming services because there's so many other movies to watch i do have to watch the other creed movies though 
I'm guilty. I've seen Creed 1 or little snippets of Creed 1. I haven't seen Creed uh, 2. See, I haven't because boxing scares me. If you guys don't know that about me, boxing does scare me. I can't see. I can't watch people get pummeled right it, it frightens me a little bit i'm a little bit scared of seeing that that's why you're never gonna catch me watching ufc or mma because you know it's they're pummeling right and i know in the comment section they're gonna be like well you watch wrestling you watch wwe yeah but that's a little different right obviously that's a little different but i i just can't you know i i, I can't dabble into people getting pummeled I, I that freaks me out i cannot do it um, but something that we can do, or what you guys can do, make sure you guys take a listen to Beyond the Swanky uh, podcast. It's a great podcast. We did a podcast, I want to say it was Tuesday night, and then we premiered it yesterday. So again, if you guys uh, missed it, go check it out on major audio platforms and also on our YouTube channels is the Beyond Swanky podcast. We had a good, good segue uh, show into that as well. Moving on to our next news announcements, guys. I know everybody, every YouTuber has been harping about this voice actor. Yes, we're going to talk about Helena Taylor um, because there's been some new developments, right? There's been some extremely new developments when it comes down to her debacle, her wanting to uh, boycott the Bayonetta series. Of course, we're very, very upset, right? Because potentially she lied. Of course, uh, it is just what it's saying. This is my sources is coming from IGN, and this is what they had to say. Ben, yet a voice actor reportedly offered at least $15,000 for the role. Contrary claims, of course, has been a that's a huge, significant increase over what she made in Bietta. Uh, two new evidence has merged that Bianca voice actor Helena Taylor of course, was offered at least $15,000 to repress her role in the forthcoming sequel, contrary to her claims that she was only offered $4,000. This is the part where I kind of believe this story, and I believe that she has lied, right? Because shout out to Bloomberg, our Vox News, we get our content from Bloomberg as well. They're very credible, right? You can't say that Bloomberg is not credible. Now, they might swivel some things, right? But Bloomberg never lies, you know? So a new report is coming from Bloomberg in which it has been corroborated with the VGC site's documentation as well as two people familiar with the negotiation who say Platinum attempted to hire Taylor for five sessions lasting four hours apiece. Each would, would have between $3,000 and $4,000 within that five sessions. That's a little bit over $15,000 in, in total for her voice work. Of course, according to the VGC, this would have been a significant increase on Taylor's fee for the second game. Of course, very, very, very upsetting because she said she was only paid $4,000, T. She said $4,000 or nothing is what she said, and people started to boycott. Now, that makes me believe that now boycotting the game is over. People are, people probably just got back their, their pre-order because you can't you can't say one thing and then it's a whole different story right it's a completely different story than what she said in her twitter video uh to be clear i've never heard of anything from platinum games its executives or its pr team but i suspect and this was a tweet by the way coming from jason shearer 
I suspect that as it's usually in the case, the company's management would not be thrilled that people involved have talked to me, no matter how the story makes them look. Of course, uh, according to the report, Taylor rejects these terms and asking for a six figure sum uh, and residuals instead. After lengthy negotiations, Platinum uh, subsequently hired Jennifer Hill to take on the role as Bayonetta. Here's what happened. Taylor wanted a six-figure um, payout, right? And residual checks for her voice work. Platinum Games said, hell no. Here's 15000 in total. We need three, three to $4,000 every five-hour session. That's totaling uh, a little bit over $15,000. This is what we're offering. Take it or leave it. Now, granted, right? That's still kind of low, right? It's just a little low. But that's a hell of a lot better than $4,000. She said no. And they said, okay, cool. You don't want it. We'll find somebody else. Right. And they found Jennifer Hale. Now, I don't know. The, I don't know the negotiation with Jennifer Hale. I don't know how, 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 how her deal was. But honestly, as I'm starting to read these stories and it's not a knock on Helena Taylor because she's very talented. She done her homework. She studied for this role and that's fine. But the problem I have is that you only been in Bayonetta. You, your work, your resume, unfortunately is not worth a six figure income right now. If you only done truly one project, one character, Bayonetta, you cannot say I demand six, uh, a six-figure income. You cannot do that. You have to work. Jennifer Hale has been working on so many things since Bayonetta three. That's why possibly her negotiation and how much he's getting paid—I don't know how we don't know yet—how much he's probably getting paid from Platinum Games and Nintendo. She's worth that money because she's hustling. Sorry, Helena Taylor, you haven't been hustling. You haven't found something getting booked and hustled your way into this game. Now, I'm not, I, I'm a little bit in the voice acting game. I don't know about the video game industry. We don't make video games, we make films, but you have to hustle. You have to hustle. You can't put out one thing and say, oh, well, now I'm worth six figures. No, you can't do that. Jennifer Hale might be worth six figures because she's been doing so many projects. She's been bam, 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 bam. Right. The last work she did was Bayonetta or well, Helena Taylor did was Bayonetta 2. And that was eight years ago. Right. You, you what you've been doing since then. It's been eight years. You can't blame it on COVID because COVID didn't happen eight years ago. It happened a year ago. So you again, this is this is this is I'm so steamed about this because she lied. That's that's the purpose of it. She lied because if Bloomberg called you out on your crap and Bloomberg's is huge streaming media division, they called you out on it. And of course she's denying all claims of what Bloomberg said. No, uh, -uh. if you got legal, you got Bloomberg, you got people trying to investigate, say, Hey, here's what's really going on. You lied. You lied. You probably got mad because you didn't get to deal with platinum games and you're trying to trash them down right now. Right? People do some strange things when they mad. Because I'm guilty of it too. Sometimes when I'm mad, mad, I do some things that I forget that I did. 
And that's what Helena Taylor did. She's mad at Platinum Games because they she gave they gave her an offer. She said no. And, you know, they went on and moved on to, to a next candidate. And now she's trying to throw them under the bus. And it's just it's upsetting because it's a lot of gaming people like me in this gaming community. It was like, well, damn, like, yeah, we gonna boycott. But then it turns out you lied on your Twitter. Four thousand dollars. And reports are saying fifteen thousand dollars was offered final. You lied. That's that's you can't get four thousand dollars to fifteen. There's there's a difference there that you lied. So yeah, I don't I don't approve of her lying. I really don't. And she probably just ruined her career, right? Because now she's going to be and this rich from Review Tech. He said on his his, his uh, video, you, she's probably going to get blacklisted. T right. She's probably going to get blacklisted from the gaming industry, and she probably ain't going to find work ever again because of this lie that you did right you're not going to find work again because these other companies that you're going to audition to they're going to say oh she did that oh no we don't want her right because we don't we don't want that bad publicity no we, you, no thank you miss taylor for coming in uh, unfortunately you're not what we're looking for we wish you best of luck we'll keep your your name in our database for future references but for right now unfortunately we we decided to move on to uh, a new candidate and that's how they do right so uh, again, and this is actually this is an elephant in the room for Miss Miss Helena Taylor for sure, for sure. <coughs> One more time. <coughs> yeah, Helena Taylor, you're the biggest elephant in the room because you you lied. <laughs> Ain't nothing around that you, you lied, and it's okay. It's not okay that you lied, but you, yeah, you lied. Of course, let's move on to hip hop news. Of course, T Grizzly. All rap sounds the same. Of course, he's taking his talents to movies and gaming. Of course, T Grizzly has released a new album, Chapters of the Trenches, and the Detroit rapper, born rapper fans better soak it up because that's going to be his last thing. He's saying that, you know, it's a little bit oversaturated and he doesn't, it all sounds the same and is turning his talents into movies and gaming. I think that's a good idea, really, because if you think about all the rappers, they, they are, they're, it's good that you diverse in different uh, outlets, right? If you're a rapper and you solely just rap, that's that's perfectly fine. But you got to look at it, all these rappers. They're 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 diving into gaming. They're diving into production and movies and films and TV shows. They're diving into liquor and alcohol, right? So it's good that T Grizzly is kind of diversifying a little bit, and he's he's recognizing the video. Let me let me tell you guys, the video game industry is a multi-billion-dollar industry, right? everybody wants a piece of that pie and in turn we kind of have a piece of the pie too right because our latest movie hardline second turn we use unreal, unreal engine 5 and that's a game engine right so we, we kind of dabble a little, little bit into that as well um of course he's been playing games like gta amid the COVID 19 quarantine during an interview with bootleg kf he claimed to bring in six figures monthly from his growing gta role-playing empire alone so it could be where he's streaming on twitch a lot of people are you know they make a lot of big a lot of people make buku monies t off of twitch and, and, and youtube we, we we do pretty decent right we, we ain't making six-figure income <laughs> nah because if, if i made a six-figure income from youtube and twitch i wouldn't be working for him university so nah <laughs> But it's also good, of course, to say the least, of course, with the GTA 6 and currently development, the digital sky's the limit for TG's Grizzlies world. We're very, very excited for sure. Very, very excited for TG, uh, T Grizzly for switching it up a bit. Uh, I, I gotta say, because I do music too. 
it's a little oversaturated sometimes it is it's 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 really saturated sometimes when it comes down to it because a lot of people are not being original um but it's also good when you make millions off of music you branch out and you you go to different outlets you have to um simply because everybody's diversifying into that role right and that's just how it is everybody's switching it up a bit everybody's getting into different uh industries when it comes down to it and maybe he's tired maybe and maybe he's gonna take a break from the music thing and probably maybe he'll come back to it right he, you can always come back to music if you're just not feeling it um but nowadays we're, we're trapping rap yes i agree sometimes it sounds the same it's oversaturated is there's it's not there's no different sound right with the newer newer audiences just my opinion i'm not an expert in it but it's, it's all the same so congratulations to t grizzly as well for sure moving on to our next and last topic of conversation today excuse me we had to talk about these sports a little bit because if you guys don't know we are big into our sports when it comes down to our radio shows for sure and of course as always since we are here in atlanta of course we've got to talk about them atlanta falcons the atlanta falcons is at cincinnati Bengals predictions they're at cincinnati this coming weekend and picks and odds for the nfl week seven uh matchup of course marcus moretta at and the Atlanta Falcons 3-3 are riding high after week six win over win and travel to Cincinnati to take on Zach Taylor's Bengals. Of course, Joe Burrow and Joe Marrakes had a banner day as a dynamic offensive duo in week six and will look to keep the momentum going at home. Of course, however, the Falcons were impressive in their win of their own. The, let me tell you, the Falcons have been doing pretty good, right? And because I remember when the season first started. And this was season four of our podcast, but I think this was the, like the premiere of season four when then that's when NFL uh, football season started. I was a little bit skeptical about the Falcons, but they've been they've been doing they've been doing okay, right? They've been doing some good things, so I'm uh, very excited for sure. Uh, Moretta, uh, Kyle Pitts, and the rest of the Atlanta Falcons will have something to say. The game is set to kick off Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern time at the Paycor Stadium, of course. Here's a look. Uh, again, they gave us a look at the details of USA's today's NFL staff pick for the Atlanta Falcons versus the Bengals Week 7. Of course, Falcons at Bengals odds, money line, and over and under. Of course, they've had some stats here for sure. I'm excited to see where it goes. Of course, Cincinnati uh, still doesn't look to look explosive as it's had last season, but won three of the last four of their games. Of course, the Falcons upset the Niners thanks to Marcus Moretta's explosion of offense. Throw Atlanta is still at riskier play on the money line. It has covered all six games this season. Of course, most people will say that they believe that there's a value here of having the falcons get this many uh points i'm excited i'm very excited to see what the falcons going to do this sunday and obviously on uh klp aftermath that following monday we're going to talk about either they win or lose we're going to talk about them as well we're going to see the game on sunday and see what happens for sure i know a lot of people are going to have football falcons day on sunday night where they go and go uh, eat some food get some wings and watch yeah so i'm excited i'm very very excited to see what happens within those falcons for sure so that's going to wrap it up here on our podcast here today that's klp kennedy lucas for another sh uh, show klp aftermath season four thank you guys again thank i cannot mm, i know i ain't gonna harp it so much guys but i gotta thank our fan base for listening to all of our content so far uh, you guys are amazing. I love every single one of you guys. And, and for our cast and crew, we thank y'all for 
you know the support of course because hardline second terms getting distribution i'm so i'm so excited about that so that's going to wrap it up here please be sure to stay tuned of course we're going to do the heat broadcast this weekend and then we're going to return in the studio next monday for another exciting podcast klp aftermath season four with your host klp kennedy lucas of course i've been your host klp kennedy lucas stay safe stay swanky peace you are now tuned in to Atlanta's hottest radio show, KLP Aftermath. We shut it down in the studio. You, you, you're rocking with the best. Oh, this is Ludacris. What's going on? This is Drake. This Tiger Young Money Zone. It's your boy Wiz Khalifa, man. This is a big shot. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Kanye West. It's Jay-Z. Yo, this is your boy Wiz. With your host, Kennedy Lucas. On Swanky 93.3 Radio Station. The Heat 94.6 E Radio Station. episode please leave us a review on itunes get inspired monday and friday right here on your favorite inspirational show and don't forget about that friday praise break get inspired through encouraging words special guests and the inspirational moment where you the listener get a chance to be on air Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.